Welcome back to Blowing Hot Air with Silver and Cece, where we start sober and end high. Join us in our chaotic banter about relationships, school, health, and all that Gen Z bullshit. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome back. <clears throat> I got it. I I hate my voice in the morning. It's so like gravelly. That's um, okay. I've accumulated some some podcast thoughts throughout the week, um, and I I just really need to ramble them off real quick. Yeah, I want to hear them. Okay, so the first one, Discover Weekly fucking slaps. I sent it to Cece, but I made like a little playlist out of my Discover Weekly songs. Like, if you use Spotify, make sure you're utilizing that Discover Weekly because it's so good. Um, okay, second thought. Can you imagine? waking up one day and then deciding that you want to be a business major you didn't are you did did that happen to you no i just why would people do that oh okay i, I was like so shocked i was like i was like you're smart and creative and capable but that's just not your philosophy at all <laughs> no okay <laughs> someone Someone during my class two days ago just threw in a zin, like the like nicotine like pouches, and like oh, lip. Yeah, they just threw. Yep. <laughs> he was like they looking it right in there. He was like looking around, didn't see that I was looking at him. Opened it up, and I was like, "Oh, he must have mints." And then I see him take out a pouch and like shove it in his lip, and I was like, "Oh my god, the nerve!" <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What class was it? It was multicultural education. Yeah, so he's he's gonna be a future future history teacher in middle school, <laughs> pumping in his zin during class. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, last thought: How much of my tuition and loans could I pay off from being a stripper for a summer? Well, how much is your tuition this year for the full academic school year? Thirteen thousand wow why is that like not that bad did you get scholarships mm -hmm. hell yeah a little smarty pants mm. <laughs> um you could probably damn near pay in full depending on cc trying to go on a little trip this summer with me bro i would be so fucking down holy shit <laughs> you go on like a little stripper tour yes get see the, like a different could, city every month cc we could see the world <laughs> well, now that we're on the topic of strippers and... Segway. <laughs> yeah. You ready? All right. Um. <laughs> Why am I, like, nervous? <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about the birds and the bees. The birds and the bees. Anyway, yeah. We're talking about sex today. <laughs> this sex. lovely morning. Good morning. Let's talk about sex. This lovely Friday morning. Um, I think it's only proper and right to begin the conversation at the beginning, which is your losing virginity story. Agreed. Do you want to go first or should I? I'll get it out of the way. I dated this boy for like almost five years. We started talking like the summer of freshman year going into sophomore year and then we started dating the homecoming football game. Of high school? Yeah, of high school. 
<laughs> we didn't even have our first kiss until like three months in of dating yeah that's so innocent it was a very like sweet sweet relationship <laughs> a couple months later this was like during the winter time and during the winter you can only do so much outside so we'd often spend time watching movies in his basement you know things escalated and <laughs> i hate talking wait about how old it. how old were you how old were you <laughs> um i think i was like just about to turn 16 but i was 15 all right that's pretty young i'd say yeah it's, it's really not that exciting basically we were in his basement and one thing led to another but we were like still like babies kind of and so we were like super scared that we like knew his parents left for a little bit we try and we're just having some some difficulties because virgin um <laughs> yeah did you guys like did you plan it out or was it kind of like no spontaneous? It, it was kind of spontaneous we did not plan it out um and then all of a sudden his parents came home and i've never seen the kid move so fast in his <laughs> life oh my god it was so funny we just like we're like in the basement trying to like you know figure it out and then all of a sudden we hear like the garage door <laughs> start to yeah, move. it's always the garage door. yes the fucking garage door and this boy like fucking he moves so he jumps up like grabs the blanket but like the parents for sure didn't even make it in the house he like, grabs like like throws it over us and we're just like sitting there like sardines just like <laughs> not moving until we like know the coast is clear and it's not even like they were like the type of parents to like check in on us every so often like they let us do our thing like yeah know. but also like <laughs> if there was a time that probably would have been the time that they would just be like hey guys exactly <laughs> then we tried again like a month later and then i was 16 and um at that time he still had bunk beds in his room and (laughs) hanging out on the top bunk and bada bing bada bang it just happened um but like overall pleasant yeah yeah i feel like i hear a lot of stories of people being like oh my gosh it was so painful or like i bled so much or this and that and like I didn't, I didn't have that problem. The only problem I had was like, you know, it wouldn't, it would not, you know, (laughs) the hand motion. (laughs) I was, you know, virgin. You just loosen up. You had to loosen up. Yeah. It's okay. Especially when you're nervous. It's like, yeah, no, that's fair. That's good. Mine is actually pretty similar it was also my first boyfriend. I was in high school. I was 16, 16 and a half, and he was uh, 17 and a half. We were both Geminis, which is horrible. Anyway, oh. um, <laughs> yeah, so we were both a little crazy, but it was fine because it was high school. We started like kind of like talking in December, and then by like January, we were dating. And then I think we had sex for the first time in, like, early March. It was time. We were both ready. That's the best part about this story is, like, I don't know. It just, it was, like, it felt like the right thing to do. But it was so funny. He was, like, nervous to go buy condoms for the first time, and he really didn't want to do it. But, like, he knew he had to. Oh, my gosh. 
I feel like the whole condom aspect of having sex when you're in high school is so funny. Because it's is awkward. So it's awkward and it's weird and it's new and like of all populations of people having sex, high schoolers are like they should be using condoms out of anybody else. Facts. It was probably my idea, but I was like, you definitely need to get lube too. Like, you know, no brainer. <laughs> so I remember like we drove up to our local Target, which was a horrible idea. We should have gone oh, to a God. like a, the next town over or something. Um, and then I sat in the car and waited for him to get it because I was like, you know, you need to do it. You need to man the fuck up or we're not having sex. <laughs> and then <laughs> he comes he comes out with the bag and it's literally just condoms and lube. And then I don't know, I probably bought like a pack of gum or something else <laughs> just to go with it. Hubba bubba. I know, literally. It's, yeah, classic, classic. And then we went back to his place and went down to his basement where we would always hang out and watch movies or whatever. And there you had it. Uh, it was a little funny. Like in his basement, they just had like a love seat and then an armchair. So we would sit on the love seat naturally, but it kind of like wasn't working positional dude, wise so I, we went on the floor please dude um in the basement we'll call him, we'll call him chad <laughs> do you remember his actual name yeah i do <laughs> but in chad's basement there was a tv and a love seat like it wasn't a couch either. like it was just a love seat so i can so empathize with the struggle of trying to like make that work because it's tough and you know what else what's that you know that blanket from target that literally every fucking dude has it's the gray and black one with like the little red accent stripes it's like plaid yes 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 i do i i had it pictured in my mind before you said the plaid i was like plaid <laughs> yep months later like after we broke up and then i hooked up with someone else he had the same blanket oh god next time i hooked up with someone he had the same blanket. i'm like literally every dude that i've had sex with has this blanket i don't understand all the same <laughs> It always, like, triggers me. Do you have any, like, crazy places that you had sex in? Crazy places I had sex in? Yeah. The most risky, I'd say, was a Starbucks parking lot at, like, p.m. What? Cece, that is... I feel like that is so you. And you know what makes it worse? What? So, that day, I had hooked up with my new like friends with benefits after I had broken up with my first boyfriend like he was gone at college and stuff but then he came back from college and he hit me up and he was like we should hang and I was like yeah sure shit so the afternoon of that day I hooked up with guy number two and then immediately went and drove and picked up guy number one and went to the Starbucks parking lot and had sex so I, I hooked up with both of them within, like, eight hours. Isn't that nasty? Like, <laughs> that's probably, that's pretty raunchy. <laughs> no, don't. No don't. regrets, though, at all. <laughs> yeah. Don't label it as that because you're just being. Yeah, I was, like, 17. You're just being a young gal and you're experiencing life. I don't know. I don't think 
Yeah, I don't think that's wrong. What about you? Any any outrageous locations? Uh, it was a ferry boat. Like the boats that you, you load your car onto. Like out in the open or in a car? Because of COVID, his parents or something paid for like a little room on the ferry boat. So we weren't like exposed <laughs> or like talking to a little sex room yeah so that that was that that was fun otherwise parking a lot yeah then there car sex yeah car sex and then i don't know how i feel about this one um but it was it was prom night senior prom and we're we're all at one of my friends house that who's hosting and everyone like everyone spent the night there so some people like camped out so me and me and chad we camped out in a tent and the tent was like not right next to the fire but it was like kind of close to the fire and there were still some people up by the fire but we went to bed but not actually to bed uh babe you think that's bad yeah i do (laughs) okay okay one of my boyfriends wait are you done with the story yeah okay one of my boyfriends we knew each other because we were in like kind of a we had a lot of mutual friends but we kind of had some beef it was stupid like it was irrelevant but we had enough beef that there was kind of like this little like tension like back and forth bickering type thing but it was kind of funny but like I didn't like have a crush on him or anything either but we were at a party at his best friend's house and we somehow ended up on the same couch together and everyone was like kind of passed out and we were spooning. It was it was really sweet. We were just kind of like snuggling. But then like we kind of started like hooking up. And so we were on the couch and then on the floor directly next to the couch. Like if one of us rolled off, we would have fell right on top of his best friend who was sleeping. And we literally had sex right there. And then we dated for a year. <laughs> Jeez, like that was the start. Please. Like we went from hating each other and then we hooked up that night and then we date. It like was, we literally fell in love. It was just, and sexual, dated it for it was just a year. sexual tension. Yeah, I guess. Also, like the dude had still probably my favorite dick. We had some good times, me and him. I think the best dick I've ever had was from the douchiest guy I'd ever involved myself with which is like unfortunate but also makes sense at the same time yeah that's true one second let me rescind my statement he wasn't the best dick i ever had he had the nice looking no i don't know i don't know how i feel about it i've had a lot of good dick i guess that's a good problem to have he had the most pretty dick i've ever seen (laughs) he had a nice he had a nice cock bro it was aesthetically pleasing it was more than aesthetically pleasing oh We are also in love. Aww. Really? Yeah, it was cuteness. That's sweet. You know how, like, there's this, like, idea that big dicks are better? Oh my god, so not true. I don't believe in that because I hate this phrase, but it really is all about the, the motion of the ocean. Yeah. But, like, if it's too big, it just hurts. It hurts. And it's yes. not enjoyable. It's not pleasant. I don't see, like, bigger is better. I don't yeah. agree with that. Yeah. It's just, like, bigger is more painful. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a limit. It's like, it's like a bell curve. Yes, that too. Average is great. Fine. A little bigger than average, 
a little a little better as honestly yeah it sometimes it can it feels better but once you get past the point where it's like uncomfortable fuck right off with that shit yeah it just, i don't need it i feel like i'm so like tiny too it just it's too much same thing about like i don't know if i've talked about my philosophy on like short like why i don't date short guys no i guess the gist is not it's not because of their height like i don't care if they're short it's because they're always in so it's because they're always so insecure about their height that it makes them like not fun to be around yeah same thing with like guys with small dicks when you're hooking up it's like i don't really care that much i'm here for a good time but i can sense that you're insecure about it and you're stressing about it and it's ruining the vibe for me that's fair have you ever gotten with like a really tall guy and like expected them to have a like a wonger on them <laughs> and then definitely no i feel like i get i get so confused it doesn't make sense in my head if you ever guess that a guy it's always like the skinny skater boys that have the, the girthiest Girth. dicks <laughs> yeah i like me some girth um, and then it's like the big like it's like it's the big guys that you would assume have a big dick that have like average um, or small. Just so something. you guys, just so you guys know, girth, the measurement <laughs> around the middle. Of something. So where everyone knows what girth means when it comes to sex. The circumference of a pp. Girth is definitely more important than length, but it, again, there's a certain point. One of my friends with benefits, he didn't have like a chode, but his dick was like wide. A chode. <laughs> And so it felt really good for vaginal sex, but like anal would never be an option. And also like blowjobs are kind of tough because I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Wait, so are you an uh, an anal fan? Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get okay, to that. Okay. <laughs> Before we jump into all that nitty gritty, let's just talk about a little more just like general philosophy on sex like what how how do you see sex i definitely see it a lot differently from when i was younger late high school like after i graduated i feel like i was kind of like hypersexual where i had been made to think or feel that like my worth comes from what i can provide if that makes sense Mm -hmm. i just like always wanted to have sex like all the time i don't know yeah shit me too i was a horny motherfucker yeah and what i say was <laughs> <laughs> these past few years i've just like really slowed it down and i've realized how much of like an emotional individual i am and like how sensitive i am so mm-hmm. like hookups like they don't work for me because i'll get emotionally attached like for sure yeah so i i just can't do and then it you feel so awkward it's like it makes me like it may, it'll make me really sad and confused especially some boys are so confusing like they <sighs> really just leave you in the dark and then you're just like what's wrong with me blah, 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 whatever they just wanted to hook up and like that's fine but i just like i said mentally emotionally i just can't do it i think sex is like a it's a natural thing that humans do that humans are meant to enjoy I don't know, there's so much obsession over sex. It kind of gets in your head at at a young age and then you have these expectations and Mm -hmm. it's just taken time for me to kind of grow out of that. So I think it's a really like beautiful experience, but I also think it's like a spiritual energetic transaction that also happens 
so like I want to make sure that it's with the right person before I just kind of let them enter my my space (laughs) your (laughs) your box yeah (laughs) I love funny nicknames for genitals the nono square (laughs) my favorite one lately has been coochie (laughs) I like coochie a lot I also like cooter cooter I Um, love cooter at work we use we have these little devices they literally look like a little hot dog but it's like a mesh thing and then you attach it to suction and you stick that between female patients legs and it like sucks like if they pee themselves it just like sucks it away into a canister here let me show you a picture of it i'll text it to you we call it a a cooter canoe Why does it look like that? It kind of looks like a dildo. Yeah, it's it's phallic. <laughs> I think it's funny. Anyway, little tangent. What's your philosophy on sex, Cece? My philosophy on sex has also changed over time. When I was younger and like before I lost my virginity, I definitely knew that I was a pretty sexual person like from a young age. But I didn't feel like weird about it or anything. I knew it was fine and normal. And I was really excited to lose my virginity. It felt right too. Like I wanted to do it right because it it did matter to me. Some people are like, oh, I just want to get it over with, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it that way. Me neither. And then after breaking up with that first boyfriend, I started like hooking up with other guys, like friends that I had at school or whatever, but it was chill, like it was fine. I didn't have any, I didn't run into major issues with that at all. I was like, damn, I like this. (laughs) I do like a good hookup sometimes. I prefer to at least kind of know the person. There have only been a couple times where I would like meet someone randomly at the bar and like bring them home or like go to their place and I didn't know them you know I like to I like I prefer like friends with benefits over just completely rando hookups yeah sometimes hooking up with your friends can definitely cause some complications I've never really tried that before I think the friends with benefits scenario sounds so appealing but when it comes down to it like I don't know if that'd work for me either I think I'd get jealous yeah because you're not necessarily exclusive yeah I think I'd have a really hard time with that yeah. I think also the fact that that relationship that I was in starting at 15, like that was almost five years, which was a fourth of my life. So I feel like that kind of like really instilled this basis of like, I like you, you like me. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have that commitment to each other. Like, I think I just have that expectation like instilled in my brain now and I can't imagine it like a different way. I think that's valid. I think even if it is like a random hookup or like you don't even know the person's name, because it's so intimate, and personal you have to be considerate of the other person there also has to be a level of trust yeah that's what it is you have to show your consideration for the other person because everyone has different preferences and different things they're comfortable with as long as you're respectful that's like pretty much all you need to worry about yeah like when i was younger i always had the idea that men and women see sex completely differently But I think the more experience I have, I don't think it's men and women. Like, that's not what the deciding factor is. I think there's men that take sex seriously and men that don't. And there's women that do and women that don't. Agreed. I don't think it has anything really to do with your gender. I think men are maybe more conditioned to, you know, 
oh like you should have a high body count blah 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 you should be a player you should be a fucking fox whatever and then women are more conditioned to be like oh this is your your special flower don't just give it up to anyone your body is a temple don't let anyone in it (laughs) (laughs) i think it's like that through high school maybe like kind of early college but the last couple years like getting into late college and also just having more relationships with older guys that are out of college (laughs) very out of college (laughs) i realized that at the end of the day both genders have varying views on sex so don't assume that someone doesn't care just based on their gender or vice versa period what are your thoughts on body count this is what i struggle with because i like i recognize that it's so different for everybody I think after I had, like, hooked up with a couple people that I regretted hooking up with, I kind of realized that when I have sex with people, like, I have to be careful about it because I I just think about it a lot afterwards and, like, if I regret it, then Mm -hmm. that's never a good feeling to have lingering around. And then it's like they just added to my body count, you know? Then just don't add them. Just don't add them. Numbers are really hard for me, like, in my head, like, to get over like, especially with grades growing up, I, I kind of placed value on myself based on what kind of grades I was receiving. So I think there's some sort of attachment between body count and self-worth for me. But I don't feel that way about other people because I have friends that have higher body counts and I don't think that makes them any less than or any more. But for some reason, for myself, it like just feels icky. That makes total sense to me yeah a lot of it is because honestly i don't i don't even know why it's a thing to begin with that's actually kind of what i was just gonna say i think society loves to assign numbers to people as a way of like confining them not necessarily more like comparing them for example instagram you're not just sharing fun pictures of the fun things you're up to you're doing that but it's also like how many followers do you have how many likes do you have how many Facebook friends you have? Comments. What's like Snap Score is the dumbest fucking thing. Like, why is there a Snap Score? Who cares? You know, shit like that. It's like standardized test scores. Society loves having all these numbers because it gives us a way to compare one another easily, and it's awful. It's awful. It's like people actually assign their self worth to these numbers, and there's such a strong emphasis on them. I think a lot of people lie about their body count anyway, either up or down to make it more of a desirable number or just like more to fit in with whatever group they're hanging out with. But I know for me personally, I was keeping a body count because I kind of liked it. My friends and I kind of made it into a game and then we would keep track of like how many blondes, how many brunettes. How many (laughs) we kept track of their fucking zodiac signs. So I'd be like, oh my God, like I haven't. I haven't fucked a Pisces male. So like, my friend and I made a contest. We we're like, who can fuck all the zodiac signs first? She did. That is hilarious. <laughs> I know. I love that. There was a certain point where I stopped keeping track. But also, I've been, instead of like finding new guys, I would like, I would hit up guys that I've hooked up with in the past when I was in the mood instead of like going finding someone random. So they wouldn't technically add to my body count anyway. But. In case anyone's wondering, mine's mine's probably over shit. Actually, I'm I'm honestly I'm not sure. I'd probably if I had to guess, I'd probably say about between 20 and 30. I think mine is 6. 
or seven what do you like oh god (laughs) (laughs) um sex baby let's talk about you and me i can start if you want my i think for sure my favorite position is doggy and it's especially good if he's like pulling my hair and or choking me oh my god fuck i don't know if i feel comfortable like (laughs) expressing this i don't even know like like in my head i know the different positions i just don't know the names of them okay 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 we'll keep it we'll keep it tame do you like being on top or bottom depends on the guy's skill level (laughs) (laughs) if they know what they're doing pillow princess but if not then let me do the work i guess yeah honestly i never want to do the work so i'm gonna be a pillow princess all the time also i'm just like more submissive i hear my roommates like coming in and out now and i'm just like scared they're gonna hear me (laughs) um okay i definitely i like hands on my neck not necessarily like choking me because i don't like aggressive sex yeah like i want to be felt i guess yes i have something to say about choking during sex and i think everyone needs to know this when i say choking i don't mean crushing your esophagus like actually blocking your airway at all what you're supposed to do is like if you feel on your neck on either side of your throat those big veins that carry a ton of blood to your brain If you compress those, that's what I mean by choking. It's just like kind of compressing those because that kind of depletes the oxygen a little bit from your brain. And that's what intensifies the feeling and makes it feel so good. So you shouldn't be like actually struggling to breathe or anything. But you should just kind of feel like some pressure. And then be careful because you don't want to actually pass out because that could be actually damaging to your brain. (laughs) And I will show this to guys like if they don't know, I'll be like this is how you do it and then everyone has a good time yeah i can show you the world (laughs) (laughs) i think i used to have more fun of like with trying new things and exploring and then one guy came along and just it was just it was too much Mm -hmm. and like it kind of like creeped me out almost and then just kind of like ruined it for me yeah you're just not into it it's okay yeah but did he make you, like, uncomfortable? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Like, I, I think I'm a sweet girl and, like, I want to be treated that way. And, like, he was just very adamant and being, like, rough and, like, I didn't like that. Mm. And, like, he'd be, like, just, like, keep trying. Just, like, mm. No. That's don't not okay. do that to me. I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, that's not okay. We need enthusiastic consent always. Any other kinks? I love being, like, talked to like i hate when it's like silent i feel like it's awkward like checking in like does this feel good for you or like oh baby you look so good like i love you so much option b (laughs) (laughs) yeah like you want to be like praised kind of like yeah yeah like words of affirmation yeah during sex yeah we like that what about you i do like a good spank i do like some light hair pulling i get the drunker i am the more rough i'm willing to, like the more rough i feel like i'm the same way it's it's just not necessarily more passion it's just more like like exaggerated throw all caution to the wind <laughs> yeah. yeah i hate having sex when i'm drunk oh my god i love it i love it i hate when i can't remember it though that's when i don't like it in the moment it's great 
I think it's really fun. And then afterwards, I'm like, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was just thinking about the last time that I had sex and I was like almost blacked out. It was very consensual. This guy and I have been planning on hooking up for like a month and we finally got the chance to. I don't remember like the whole thing, but I remember a couple particular moments. Eye contact where it's like missionary that oh i like it (laughs) me too me too i like that oh my god and it's like oh my god yeah (laughs) this guy has like the most beautiful like strikingly blue eyes and it was pitch black in his room and i remember i was like able to see how blue his eyes were still and i was just like wow (laughs) a no-no for me i like anal but i won't do it for like a random hookup or so I thought. Again, this this last guy that I hooked up with, I know him. He's not like a rando, but I was not going to just like do anal. Like I usually would save that more for like a relationship. And not only that, but then we also didn't use a condom, which was stupid. And he went from my butthole to my vagina, which uh... is super unsafe. Everything's fine though. But yeah, I will never do that again because that's dangerous. I think when it comes to anal, it's a no-go for me because I've tried it and I continue to do it not because it was pleasurable for me, Mm. but because I wanted to please the other individual. Mm. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, why am I putting myself through this like pain and discomfort? Mm, Yeah, it can feel very invasive. I kept doing it and I, I didn't like it. Why would I force myself to do something that's really uncomfortable for me? And if this person actually cares about me, they they wouldn't want me to be uncomfortable. So then I was just like, no more. And now I just refuse to do it again. And maybe it just wasn't done right. But like, yeah, the thing about anal is that you have to be like really into it. It's really easy to like hit a nerve in there. And that will rapidly decrease your blood pressure and it'll make you feel panic just because of like it hits that nerve and you're like whoa like what the fuck and you just that's happened to me a couple of times where I wasn't completely prepared for it and I was like whoa and I like almost like felt violated but only like on a physiological sense like I you know I think that's a really good way of putting it that like it does feel very invasive Mm -hmm. and then also yeah I would say I'm if nobody's home I will be loud as fuck same I love it but obviously if I know people are home or something I'll keep it down right wait wait what okay kinks oh oh this just feels like i'm oversharing but okay i i love i love the whole the whole good girl talk oh yeah Mm -hmm. praise but also shut the fuck up have i talked to you about this already i'm about to kink shame you so hard right now no this isn't like something that i like do but i just i just think are so attractive i just had some really hot i can't relate what the fuck that's funny yeah that's my that's my dirty secret (laughs) i'm gonna be a for halloween no (laughs) Ooh, i have one that's kind of it's kind of questionable for some people all right i tend to fall asleep pretty easily when we're watching like a movie or something especially if we smoked or whatever so i had a conversation beforehand with my boyfriend at the time like next time I fall asleep, I want you to like wake me up and just like start fucking me. Like like wake me up by like fucking me, which sounds I know like but it it was planned. 
and that was awesome it actually worked out that that night none of my roommates were home either so we were just out in my living room and then he picked me up I was still like half asleep and like kind of high so I was like hell yeah he picks me up and carries me and lays me down on our kitchen island and he was pretty tall so it worked out perfect it was like perfect and somehow that hit like I don't know how it, it the angle was just right that was like fucking incredible (laughs) it was incredible that sounds great no i've heard that before and as long as it's like premeditated yeah and there have been times where i would like ask guys to do that and they'd be like what the fuck (laughs) i'd be like okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) okay thanks yeah so to wrap up this brief little discussion on everyone's favorite topic (laughs) we're gonna give y'all some very crucial advice for safety if you're feeling safe and comfortable that's when sex is the most fun yeah if you're if you're ever contemplating or you don't know for sure don't do it for the other person like just listen listen to your gut Mm -hmm. be true to yourself don't feel pressured and like also don't be afraid to set boundaries Mm -hmm. something that i like got into the habit of doing is like whenever i start to get involved with someone right from the jump i like tell them like okay like just so you know i'm not having sex with you or hooking up yeah that like really just kind of sets the expectation like boundary like that this is not happening and if it starts getting there then like no i think that's really good because there's no room for misperception like Mm -hmm. oh like i thought you were into it and you're like oh like i like you that doesn't mean i want to fuck you right now like now you know that they know and then the way that they take that information and the way they behave afterwards speaks volumes of their character yeah if someone if someone doesn't respect your boundaries or if they make you feel bad about it then they're not even worth yeah like they don't deserve they can fuck to right be off. in your presence or company to begin with another big one hygiene wash your hands if you don't wash your hands before touching somebody's like naked body that's just a recipe for infections and stuff and that's not comfortable clean your toys too like anything that's going to be going in or around your cooch you got to clean that shit use condoms peeing after immediately you only have to make that mistake once getting a uti (laughs) from sex you will only make the mistake one time and then you will always pee right after that's always so hard for me because i love like laying down and cuddling afterwards i know i hate having to get up and you have to yeah you have to at the very least keep a couple little like wipes or something nearby i mean like obviously you have to kind of clean up anyway but like make sure you kind of like get in there around your pee hole (laughs) stay on top of your birth control oh my god enough said about that yeah (laughs) stretch beforehand if you're gonna do some acrobatic shit (laughs) (laughs) don't want to pull a muscle that would ruin the vibe (laughs) and please get regular std screenings i'm so glad that i did because that's how I found out one of my exes was cheating on me. He also and he blamed me for it. He's like, I knew you were cheating on me. I knew oh it, God. you fucking bitch. And I was like, Well, actually I didn't, so <laughs> I mean, what else is there to say? And if you do get something, finish your antibiotics before having sex because he obviously had it. He didn't finish his treatment and had sex with me without a condom. And it was not really, it was not consensual, actually. Um, 
I wouldn't say it was traumatic. I was more just mad because I had to st- I had to start over my chlamydia treatment again. And also that he like yeah. was being a fucking dumbass because we were dating. I'm like, really? Um, yeah, that relationship did not last very long. Wrap it before you tab it, baby. Lube it up. Have fun, but be safe. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Don't hesitate to email us, topic requests, questions, or whatever at silverandcc at gmail.com. That's silver, A-N-D-C-E-C-E, at gmail.com. Be sure to check us out on socials and come back this Monday to hear the newest segment of Blowing Hot Air.